All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. Have you ever heard of super slow training? In most cases, the pitch for this style of exercise goes something like this. By lifting weights in a very slow and controlled fashion, you can burn more fat, burn more calories, get injured less, and get stronger faster. But are these claims true? In this episode, you'll find out if super slow training works and if lifting weights slowly gets you better results than other types of workouts. Let's first take a look at what exactly super slow training actually is. Super slow training was originally used by bodybuilders way back in the 1940s and on, and at that time, it was referred to as a muscle contraction with measured movement. It involved a 10-second lifting period followed by a 10-second lowering period. For anybody who has ever tried to do a dumbbell curl, a squat, or a push-up for that long a time period, you know that this can require superhuman amounts of patience not to mention a lot of time. In comparison, in a traditional weight training routine, you'll typically take about one to two seconds to lift a weight and slightly longer than that to lower the weight. But the uniqueness of super slow workouts doesn't stop there. Rather than doing multiple sets for each body part, super slow training typically involves just one long set for each exercise, and each set is performed and needs to be performed until your muscles are completely fatigued. The idea behind super slow training is that by decreasing the speed of movement, you can create more tension in your muscles. Theoretically, the more fatigued muscle will respond by growing, thus making you stronger and potentially boosting your metabolism from those added lean muscle fibers. However, studies have shown no significant difference in the amount of force your muscles produce when regular weight training is compared to super slow training. In addition, the only studies that have shown super slow training to result in superior strength gains have tested individuals with, you guessed it, super slow training. Of course, there is also the time consideration. Even if you can somehow get superior results with super slow training, Is it worth it if you need to spend an extra 30 to 60 minutes in the gym each time because you're taking much, much longer to complete each set? Well, what about safety? Couldn't the slow, controlled speed of super slow training keep you from getting a muscle strain or from lifting with bad form? Now, that's a good point. Although there's no evidence to support or refute the possibility that super slow training is more safe, it's a plausible idea. However, you can still lift in a controlled manner with very good form by taking maybe two to four seconds to lift and lower weight, and not 10 seconds to lift and 10 seconds to lower. However, none of this means you shouldn't be doing a little bit of super slow training every now and then. In the episode, How to Get Better Results from Weightlifting, I introduced you to the SED principle. 
SAID, which stands for Specific Adaptation to Impose Demands. The said principle means that your body will eventually get used to the type of workouts you do, and for this reason, it's important to vary your training as much as possible. You can achieve this variety by doing some slow aerobic cardio workouts, some higher intensity cardio intervals, some cross training with sports like swimming, soccer, or tennis, some explosive weight training, some regular speed weight training, and some super slow training. So how could you incorporate super slow training into your fitness program? Well, here's one of my favorite workout circuits, which incorporates cardio, explosive lifting, regular tempo lifting, and super slow training. Go through the entire circuit that I'm about to describe with minimal rest and try to do anywhere from two to six rounds, depending on your level of fitness. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, warm up for five to 10 minutes. Number two, do five explosive dumbbell swings per side. And I'll link to dumbbell swings as well as any other exercise I mentioned in the show notes over at quickanddirtytips.com. Next, do 10 super slow push-ups with about a 5 to 10 second count down and a 5 to 10 second count up. That's the super slow part of this routine. Next, do 20 mountain climbers. Move on to 30 seconds of jump rope or jumping jacks. Finally, do 5 to 10 pull-ups or pull-downs before finishing with 60 seconds of maximum intensity bicycling, treadmill, or elliptical trainer. Then go back to the beginning and start again. This circuit is highly effective and will develop both your cardiovascular fitness and your strength very quickly. Now, if you have more questions about if super slow training works and if lifting weights slow and controlled gets you better results than other types of workouts, then why don't you head over to the Facebook page at facebook.com slash getfitguy and ask away. And if you're not signed up for the free newsletter yet where I give out more exclusive tips every week that I'm not releasing anywhere else, you can do that over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com. And until next time, this is the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Go get fit.